Hello and uh, welcome back to Wine of the Week episode 2, that is Wine and the Week. Uh, Dylan Hutton, how the bloody hell are you mate? I'm very good mate, it's good to have you guys here again in my lounge. Um, it's, it's a nice. beautiful Arvo, isn't it's it? A beautiful, it's actually, yeah, we're having a bit of a day sesh today uh, for those of you listening. You mightn't be listening during the day, who knows. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, we're starting to come down on a nice little, what, four o'clock sunset outside? What is the time? Yeah, it's now? about, it's uh, 3.49, 3.49, as of time of yeah. recording, and it's beautiful outside. Um, if you feel so inclined to um, pop, a, pop a day drink with us, you're more than welcome to. Um, just make sure you're doing it safely, and you're not at work, and you're not driving a forklift. Well, if, if you are at work, just make sure you hide it well from the boss. Yeah, just yeah. put it in a just put it in like a metallic drink bottle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Just, just make sure you're not on the forklift, exactly. or um, yeah, or well, driving a MetLink bus. I mean, <laughs> because I mean, why, most so those... many so many bus crashes in Wellington all the time because they're all sore. <laughs> yeah, because they love the Wine and the Week podcast. They really do. one of our biggest sponsors actually, um, the New Zealand Bus Network. Um, uh, but anyway, yeah, just, next time you're on a bus, listen out for the podcast. He just mentioned wine. Uh, Dylan Hutton, what bloody wine are we drinking today? Okay, so uh, today we have gone for an absolute classic um, mm. of a wine. It's, mm. a, it's classy, it's, it's an everyman's drink, it's a posh drink, it's an everyday drink. Uh, today we have the Clean Skin Savion Blanc, okay? Mm. A wine of Chile. That is beautiful Chile. Yep. Really? Yes, it is. Wow, they ship it all the way over here just to sell it for $6.99. And you know, I think it's worth it. It's worth every cent, mate. You pay that premium dollar premium for price. that premium wine. <laughs> premium white wine. That's excellent. Um, Alistair, can you can you bring us up some Savion Blanc facts, if you would, oh, mate? Absolutely can. Um, yeah. Maybe find clean skin. Like, are they... A legal entity? Are they like part of a mob or something? <laughs> yeah, it's just a big front. Um, um, also jo- joining us this week is uh, Alistair. He's, a, he's Alistair the, the tech man. Producer Alistair Etheridge. Give him a wave, mate. Uh, I'm waving. You might not be able to see it, but <laughs> trust how, me, I how am. How are you going this week, Thank mate? Uh, I'm pretty great this week. Cool. Feeling good. Yeah? That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Did you not feel great last week? Uh, I was alright. A bit dusty. That's right. Don't <laughs> know, you were a bit dusty. If I could just get us back on track, mate. Um, to the wine. Okay. Um, t- 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 talk to me about this bottle, mate. What have we got there? Ah, uh, this bottle. Okay, the bottle itself. It's uh, a very naked bottle, isn't it? It's. They've gone for very, very basic labelling. It's kind of just a white sticker with um, very minimal graphic design, no information. Um, about one third of it is um, a, bar a barcode. Code. <laughs> a barcode down the bottom. They used to have cool packaging on the clean skin, but it they've got rid of it. Well, we're in an economic recession at the moment, mate. Um, so, you know, some sacrifices have to be made. Yeah, but clean skin is so popular because we went to three different supermarkets trying to find and it was the clean skin salve and it was sold out. Sold out. Not a and drop. Pack and save. Not a drop in bloody Wellington. New World. And we just got one in the Countdown we were in stoked. Kilburnie. Yeah, shout out to Countdown Kilburnie, mate. Love you. You guys want to jump sponsors. on as sponsors with Medlink, yeah. would love to have you. It's fine, yeah. Last us can, on. We can the, do um, some sort of yeah, double, double partnership there. Yeah. Like take the bus to Countdown. Yeah an ad campaign perhaps yeah and then it's playing over the speakers yeah oh that'd be great and then maybe we could get clean skin on that and then we'll have our pictures on the clean skin product I don't think that's quite in their budget you know how Jono and Ben they did like their own V's oh yes we can do our own clean skin branded wine I like it and we'll somehow make clean skin worse (laughs) yeah I didn't know that was possible well speaking about getting worse uh, should we crack it mate (laughs) Oh, oh yes. that's three bottles. Very nice. Have a sniff. Oh, okay. We had that sniff. That is aromatic. 
I mean, there's a word for it. There's an aroma. I'm not right, and here comes the pour. Hope you got that in the stereo sound there, team. Oh, that is fizzy. <laughs> fizzy? It's not sparkling wine. It shouldn't be fizzy. <laughs> what is wrong? What sort of yeast culture is going on inside this bottle? All right, and here um, we go. So it is a Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, it's a it's a clear white wine, uh, normally best enjoyed with uh, with your white meats, your chickens, your porks. Um, good with a summer salad as well. Uh, this is just everything I remember from my very drunk wine tasting I did about two years ago. Um, um, yeah, I didn't have work that day, so everybody else was spitting the wine out, but I just swallowed everything. But just just before you start drinking that, yeah. uh, you're in vegetarian, Adam. Yes. Um, on here it says. Um, Traditional milk, egg, or fish products may have been used to find this wine. Uh, you would see it says may have this. That's a good scapegoat for me. Um, <laughs> you know, when you buy a lettuce, there may be a slug in there. That's not vegetarian if you eat that. Uh, but, you know, we've got to draw the line somewhere. I'm not a vegan. I'm a vegetarian. Um, you know, milk is fine. Well, not fine for me because it gives me squits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe we should get on with our first sip. Hey, right. cheers, fellas. Cheers, team. Kings. Cheers. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, I mm. mean, it definitely makes a statement, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a statement, why? It's like someone screaming in your ear. Sauvignon Blanc. Um, <laughs> it really is. It's quite tangy. Um, Sauvignon Blanc's typically a sweet wine, I think, isn't it? I can't um, believe we have to drink this whole bottle of this wine. Hey, there's, there's only 600 mils left to go, mate. It's all right. We're going to end up um, loving this wine. Oh, I'm, um, sure. I'm just going to say, you're probably. The least best wine we've had on the podcast so far. So far. I think Sav is the worst one as well, because it's it, it has that tangy attribute to it. Um, I don't know why we went with it. You cheap, red, you cheap red wines. Well, it was, it was in homage to our good friend, I'll bring him up again, Angus Long, uh, very tall man, very hairy man, loves his clean skin wines. That's great. Um, he actually is a big fan of the podcast as well, loved the last one. Um, it was sending me live updates. If any of you guys want to message the Instagram and give us a live update while you're listening, we'd love to hear it. Yep. Send us a snap. Send us a pic. Um, nothing, nothing illicit because Dylan's girlfriend does go on the Instagram sometimes. Mm. Um, but maybe just address that with a header to Alistair and Adam first. Yes, uh, and that our Instagram is uh, Wine and the Week. Should we try at Wine and the Week? At 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 Wine, wine and the, the Week. week. And then you can Good also up. send in your questions. Um, Thoughts, feedbacks, comments um, on our quid, Gmail. Quid pro quos. On our Gmail, uh, <laughs> that's wineintheweek at gmail.com. So um, chuck that through. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, let's crack on with things. It's been a busy week in the old world and news and uh, politics. Been. It has been. Actually, can I just can I just hold you for one second then, mate? Yep. Uh, Alistair's highlighted something quite interesting that I'm not sure I agree with here. Um, he's brought up a definition for a clean skin wine, uh, and it says that it is... Uh, typically sold at a lower cost than it's labelled alter ego, uh, despite having a comparable quality. I'm not too sure about that one, hey? You know, you buy your $12 bottle of Sav, and it definitely does not quite taste the same. Um, we're really on the same tier as Goon here, that we're in for the pilot. <laughs> on the website, it also says, um, our clean skin wines are not bin-end lots, sure. or bulk wine. Yeah. Mm. On the cheap, we hand-pick. One clean skin of each variety that meets our customer value. Criteria of taste, drinkability, 
Nose, price, and value. I think um, their wine picker might be one of those quadriplegic penguins from the last podcast, <laughs> if it's, <laughs> it's hand-picked. Um, and just the last thing on this, um, their slogan underneath their logo um, says, the home of unlabeled quality. <laughs> I mean, unlabeled. It does have a label. Pretty labeled. Yeah. Pa- perhaps small label. Call- anyway. Anyway. So that's completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, count that one. Um, oh, sorry. I jumped ahead before. Set of the news stories. How are we how are we going this week? What have we been doing? I'm um, doing all right. Doing okay. Um, I took a little road trip up to New Plymouth, which was a good bit of fun. Taranaki. Uh, yeah, Taranaki. Uh, Mount Egmont, as some of the older people would say. I wouldn't know. I'd say no. Mount Taranaki. Yeah, well, I was actually, I was on an Air New Zealand plane the other day, and they said, "Welcome to the Egmont region." Uh, and I said, is that, <laughs> "Is that okay? You're allowed to say that." Um, and they assured me that um, you know since. Yeah, that's fine. Um, you know, they said, um, uh, a t- tin of cove, tin of cocoa, tin of cocoa. I'm gonna stop you right there, mate. Tin of cocoa car door. I'm gonna stop this. Hi, Ray Mai. Welcome to Egmont Beach. Please stop. I'm moving on. <laughs> even though, even though that is satire. Um, no, but it was great. Great going up to the Tabernacle yes, region. Um, visiting my sure. good mate Sam. Uh, went up, drove up with Caleb. Uh, we did like a 650 kilometer round trip in his Nissan Tita represent. Um, and we stayed there for about 22 hours all up. So Worth <laughs> it? <laughs> Sam will probably listen to this podcast, so I feel like I'm inclined to say yes. Um, no, it was. It was a good old time. It was, it was good. It was okay. Good. What about your week, mate? What have you Just <laughs> blink twice if you did not have a good time. Yeah, I hope you. Sam will never know. I hope you caught those blinks on the on the audio there. <laughs> how me me? How how am you? Me, I am doing feeling good. Doing feeling good. Nothing special happening this week. Yeah. Um, just been out working, mm. raking in that doll. Mm. Um, what do you do for that dosh? What do you do for working? Um, I'm a, a high quality delivery expert. We don't need to go any more. You do that. deliver easy. I pick up bagels and take them to Wadestown. <laughs> um, <laughs> Five dollars. Yeah. No, seven is the minimum. Thank you. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. Um, yeah. Other than that, I actually got some headshots done in the weekend. Did you? Yeah. Was that from um, the Big T? Yeah. Uh, yes, that was uh, by Tabitha Arthur. Oh, she's, she's very great. Lovely. I've been meaning to get some done with her for a while. She's always booked out, which is just a testament to yeah. how popular and how good yeah. um, she is. I'll be releasing those soon if you want to check them out. We'll, on we'll chuck them up on the Insta. Eh? And um, as we say every week, uh, please give us acting work. Yeah. So you'll see my headshots and you go, yep, this guy looks good. Um, this this guy man should good. play uh, a cancer patient, uh, <laughs> um, a pee dealer, <laughs> a cancer dealing. <laughs> Uh, a cancer dealing pee patient. <laughs> yeah. I think you marked that one up, mate. Yeah, I think I might. Far out. We've only had two sips of this <laughs> wine. That. I haven't eaten much today. I had a $25 salad and it didn't fill me up very much. <laughs> That's on you, big Shout boy. Shout out to the Chocolate Fish Cafe. Thanks. Very lovely out there. No, it wasn't really uh, Anyway, uh, moving on to... Oh, uh, the, how are you doing, mate? Oh, I'm all right. Moving okay. on to the news stories of the week. Uh, news stories of the week. Well, um, <laughs> Sorry, what, what has been happening? Uh, she's been a bit of a shaky week. I suppose you could say Dylan Hunter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why would I say that? Uh, my knees have given out. <laughs> uh, yes, but also, uh, we had a couple of magnitude 5 plus earthquakes. In yeah. The Two of them, in fact. Yeah, Monday morning, I think it was nearly a 6. Yeah, it was, it was like a 5.9. I think downgraded to a 5.8 after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is pretty big, pretty shaky. Sends it up near the bustling metropolis of Levin. I think um, it was about uh, 30... Three kilometers uh, northwest of just Levin. out on the coast. Um, now you actually said something great about Levin earlier today when we were in the car. Um, <laughs> would you like to quote that for all of our listeners? From no, the, you said that. What did the, you say? The, did I? 
Yeah, Good I can't be what we. Oh, what did I say? No, you um, said it. I don't want to say it. Levin is trying to be. It's like a small town that's trying to be so much more than it is. When it's really, really just a main street and a good playground. A good playground, but... Model trains. They have a model train. Yeah. And that is the sign of every classy small New Zealand town. That's what gets you on the map. If you've got a model railway and some 90-year-old questionable man <laughs> that runs it, you are set. <laughs> he you should look it. heavy enough that you're wondering how the train can actually carry him around. <laughs> it's got one horsepower, that engine. <laughs> If you, if you got off it, it'd go 20k's quicker. Fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, so a bit of, bit of earthquakes. What does that mean, uh, Alistair, um, for New Zealand with all of this increased uh, geoactivity? Is this the end of times as we know it? Go on. Could well be. Yeah. Uh, I can't say I'm an expert on the matter, but I will speak on it because you I'm don't confident. have to be an expert <laughs> exactly because you've been called upon. Yes. All uh, right. That's exactly why. Uh, well, in your opinion, uh, should people be panicking? Yes. Absolutely, you hit it here first. Hit it here first, get in your bunkers. Start panic buying. Unprecedented earthquake activity. And you know what that's linked to? 5G. 5G, exactly. 5G is causing earthquakes, it's killing birds. Birds, um, all the small children. Uh, the Labour government. The Labour government. It's killing the Labour government. Jacinda, she's behind it all. She's a reptile. Killing by far. Yeah, very impressive. Um, I, saw, I saw this great video. We watched it in the flat the other night. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it was like 38 minutes long um, about uh, the conspiracy between Bill Gates, 5G, and vaccines. And let me tell you, that was a wild ride. It's true, mate. Um, I'll link it in one of our Insta posts yeah. just in case you guys want to watch it. Um, really is something. Like, I, I've, I've been awakened after that. <laughs> anyway, with that earthquake, um, uh, our pro. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern was taking an interview at 8am on the AM show. Yeah, she was in press conference, wasn't she? As, yeah. it, as it happened, she was standing in the beehive um, doing an interview. She as it, it happened, an earthquake. Played it off so cool as well. Um, yeah, so cool. Really is good. Like, she's, she's, she's cool under pressure. Imagine um, Donald Trump doing that. He would he would have like got one of his <laughs> assistants to lift him out the room because he can't run. Tackled by the security guards because he thinks that the left are coming for him. <laughs> <laughs> they've found Tesla's earthquake machine and they've built it up. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, more big news coming out of uh, Parliament today, uh, oh, or this week, sorry. Bit of a parliamentary session here. Bit of a mm. shake up. Beautiful segue. Oh, a shake up. I see what you're doing there and I like it. I'm picking up what you're putting down, mate. Cheers. Thank good you. Stuff. Uh, bit of a shake up in the old National Party of New Zealand. Mm. Simon Bridges, Paula Bennett being rolled after really, really low polling numbers. It wouldn't be that hard to roll Paula Bennett, though, would it? She's lost a lot of weight. <laughs> that, was, that was a cheap one. I'm that's sorry. awful. I'm sorry, I'll take that back. She looks great. She, does, she, she is looking good. She's doing well. really she good. She is looking good. Um, one of our most beautiful um, Maori ministers, <laughs> uh, I would say. Uh, so she got rolled, her and Simon got rolled for the leadership position. She's currently at like 13th place. Uh, the highest ranked Maori member on the, um, on the uh, national list at the moment. Uh, of course, we have. No, no, no. Oh, what about what about that other one? That oh, Paul Goldsmith. Paul Goldsmith. Your uh, classic, your classic cultural icon, Paul Goldsmith. Yeah, a well-known uh, Maori person. Yeah. Um, uh, so <laughs> if you didn't see it this week, I mean, how could you not? Uh, we'll just recap it anyway. Uh, Todd Muller, um, whoever that is, uh, is now the leader of the National Party. With he's actually a, a Tottenham Boys College old boy, mate. TBFC. So you're to blame for this. I wouldn't say 
I'm to blame, um, if I could shift the blame to anyone, it would be Mr. Mangan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> our, our school principal. He was um, routed. Yeah. Now, Mangan actually kind of ripped him out in the little interview. He's like, no, nah, there was nothing memorable about him, uh, which I interpret as he didn't play rugby. <laughs> it was a boys' school with a very macho attitude. Yeah, so now um, he's number one, wants to be prime minister. Uh, mm. Number two, Nicky Kay. Oh, old, old NK. NK, yeah. uh, good mate of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> she's one of our greatest followers. And wow, it's been what you could only describe as an absolute disastrous a start. shit show, if I may use that sort of language. Can it's I use just that language gone... on, this, on this network, Alistair? Uh, sure, I'll allow it. Thank just you. Just for you. Can I say it? No, no, no. An absolute shit show. It's been a poo party. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, it just couldn't have been any worse. When questioned by the media, he he has no plan. He stutters around like a fish, flopping on the uh, flopping on the wharf like a chocolate fish over in Shelley Bay. One of my favourite things that he said was um, when he was being questioned about the whole mega hat thing that he had. Um, someone asked, so you know, what's your thoughts? And his he what he said was, uh, from my perspective, um, you know, I don't really have a perspective. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. He said wow. that in one of his videos. That is incredible. Because he just has no clue what to say. He, he came in saying he's so prepared, had all these plans, can't front up and ask anything. No, I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt, but he's not. No, well, I thought he would be a bit better than Simon as a leader because he's not such a like smarmy bastard. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't really seem like he's up. It's sort of like everybody in the National Party was like, all right, let's do this. And then they like forgot to CC everyone into their emails. Yeah, and so like everybody just had a different idea of how the day was going to go. So things just keep getting worse and worse for them. More, yeah. more scandals. And uh, recently, uh, Todd and Nikki said uh, to the National Party or the caucus or whatever, please, guys, please don't leak anything. All right, <laughs> if you if, if we find out you've been leaking something, it's going to be there's going to be heads chopped off. You'll have right? your head. You look like a Lee Ross. And and do and we know that because someone leaked that actual <laughs> Which statement. I think it's fantastic. That's, that's, that's that was a, definitely Paula B, wasn't a, it? <laughs> she's so salty. About she's really it. salty about it. That's, that's a big dick move. Oh, my I favorite like moment it. from Paula B. Big vagina this move from Paula. Big vagina move. Big vagina. estrogen energy. Massive vagina. Oh, big estrogen energy. Shout out to that Shout podcast, out to mates. Uh, our beautiful friends. podcast. Check that out. Yeah, friends of Katie the show. and Charlotte. Uh, b- and and Pepper and Beth. Big awesome show. show. Yeah, it is good. My favorite favorite comment was from her about the whole Paul Goldsmith as a Maori thing. Someone questioned her about that. And she went, Paul Godsmith. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Sure, cool, mate. Um, and so, then, yeah, yeah, furthering on from that, um, oh, we bought in a new segment. A great We wanted segment. to have last week, which was called uh, Winnie Watch. Winnie Watch. I'll make up a sting for that, don't worry. Winnie Watch. We're watching you, Winnie. Thank you. No um, what's Winston Peters been doing this week? Yeah, essentially, we stalk Winston Peters on social media and see what sort of like foibles he's got himself into. Uh, this week, it's quite a wholesome one, which is good. Um, um, yes, we, we, I'm, I am going to find a little audio clip of him commenting on this, this, on this very, um, on this very topic. How long has Winston Peters been in Parliament now? He must be coming up on like 95 days. <laughs> <laughs> Is he? Well, he's only 115, so that wouldn't be... Well, no, then he'd be quite young. started when he was 20. I mean, he had a pretty I mean, fresh face back in the day. Okay, anyway, I think, um, let's go to, let's go to, um, uh... Oh my god, Winston he's Peters. our foreign affairs minister? He's the deputy leader of the I knew he was the deputy leader, but foreign affairs, the man is... He's not very good with other races. <laughs> so here we go with um, Winnie's comment, I think. Right. Okay, that's Paula. That surprise ringing throughout the entire house. 
Well, I hadn't heard of Bauer or Hecker Goldsmith until this morning. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who haven't seen that video, he has the cheekiest little, like, the cheeky, cheeky little laugh there. Raises his shoulders and has a good chuckle. It's very, it's actually very cute. He's got a lovely little smile. Yeah. Um, he's adorable. So that's Winnie Watch this week. And that's Winnie Watch. Thanks for tuning into Winnie Watch. Um, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Is there anything else political that we want to discuss? Uh, there's. A oh, bit of, a bit of, you're here. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, just pop to the toilet and back now. Um, there's a bit of stuff going down in England as well. Because mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's, that's the motherland, you're British, aren't you? That's you're the homeland, British. yeah. Where are you from? Yeah. In the UK? Uh, the great county of Essex. Essex. Shout that's out it. to any of my Essex people listening. That's over on the east, is There's it? a couple of you there. Um, yes. Yeah. Which is just east of London. A lot of sex. In the south. Um, yes. The only way is Essex, after all. Oh, you have seen that show? It's just yes. about... Um, are you on that show? Ladies, ladies of the about life. drinking and fucking. I love it. That's, that's what you're about. That, that's all me. The only way is South Auckland. So what's happening uh, exactly. over in um, the big E? Ruddy old, ruddy old England. Ruddy old England. <laughs> ruddy. You've been on bloody IT crowd. Ruddy <laughs> posting, haven't you? <laughs> right, carry on. Um, well, the Boris Johnson's not been doing great, and his most senior advisor, a certain Mr. Cummings, has been. <laughs> you can't make that up. You just can't. BJ make and it. Cummings, one and two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You've been driving around Britain, just driving across England. We'll, we'll see his family. What's the problem with that though? Uh, a, I don't know if you've heard, there's a bit of a, a pandemic lately. Oh! A bit of an outbreak. You're talking about um, swine flu. Yeah, swine flu. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? 2011? <laughs> no, okay, so what? So what? You drove across the country. Yeah, which is not allowed in any way. Um, right, okay, so, so like if any regular person did that, they'd probably get arrested. Yes, Because the exactly. UK was recording like so many deaths. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not being handled well there. There are like hundreds of thousands of cases, aren't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's um, pretty ridiculous. Yeah. yeah uh, and, uh, again, thanks, Jacinda, for sorting that one out for us. Yeah, thanks, Jacinda. Hey, Dr. Ashley. Hey, uh, Dr. Ash, Daddy Ash, and Cindy. Have a clean skin. You don't have a clean skin. Sorry. Wouldn't recommend it. Cummings. He's coming and going, isn't he? He sure is. Um, coming and going all over the place. You just made me spit my wine out. <laughs> uh, and he's just not being punished for it. It's not losing his job. He didn't apologise. Whole nation's in uproar. Um, That's fair. I yeah. say that they, they need some sort of like big revolution again. Um, like they I did, so. you know, in, in the famous English film, uh, Les Yeah, I thought that um, was Some sort of gi yeah, giant revolution, um, sort of overthrow the aristocracy and, uh, you know, the, the bourgeoisie yes. um, that's going on there. The yeah, oh, what's his name? Jonathan Veal Jonathan. What? 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 Can you bring that up, Alistair? <laughs> Jonathan Veal Jonathan. Isn't that a character? And what? And... No, I don't think it is. Oh, it's Jean Valjean. <laughs> Are you doing a bit? Yes! <laughs> you were doing a bit. Okay, I don't know. I thought you were just that dark, that dense. I, well, I am. Well, maybe you oh, are for not getting that. Maybe I am. Are we such good creators? Because you did the whole thing with um, like the we, English the all, English story of uh, Les Miserables. Are we all so good, Rich? I don't think we've very good creative partners, Dylan. I think maybe this might be our last. Thanks for listening to the final ever episode of Wine in the Week. Right anyway, uh, moving on. Dylan Hutton. Wait. Before we get into that, um, there's something we need okay. to address. I won't say what it is. We now, uh, the podcast oh, now has a little friend. some mascots. Beautiful mascots. 
Um, while we were out buying our Cleanskin wine, trying at the third supermarket today, uh, Dylan and I, and Alistair, he was also there. Um, we <laughs> He's always there. We happened along the a, uh, a claw machine. And um, I sunk $6 into the bastard and managed to get two plush toys out. Uh, Dylan, would you like to describe you? Um, yes, I I don't know how this abomination was created. We'll be putting some pics up on the uh, on the gram. Yeah, movies. so um, imagine if you will uh, the poo emoji. Oh, you know, it's that little it. poo I've with a little smiley head. face, um, and now colour it blue, um, kind of like a light blue. You know, put some feet and arms on it. Um, just sidetracking you a bit there, mate. Uh, when I was young, there used to be a, an ice cream called Blue Goo. Uh, and it was it was an ice cream. It was a tasty ice cream. It was pretty much just think goody goody gumdrops without the lollies in it. Um, and I used to eat that sometimes for dessert. And he used to give me blue shits. <laughs> so take the blue, uh, take the pearl emoji. Did you ignore what I just said? Color it blue. Add some feet onto it for some reason. Add some little hands. And then you know, for the fuck of it, put a gold crown on its head. And that is he's um, the king. Because he's, he's the blue poo king. Um, he's one of our mascots. We don't know what we're going to name him yet. I think we should put like a poll up on the Insta or yeah, people can yes, comment yeah. what they think our mascots should be called. I They're like going to be it. with us every week. I like Who it. Who have you got over there? Um, I've got I've got someone that's kind of imagine if you would um, Pac-Man in pain, um, <laughs> and then and then add a couple of no arms, just stubby little hands sticking off yep. the side, and some stubby little feet sticking off the bottom with red velvet on them uh, and it's the vomit emoji uh, but the peculiar thing about this vomit emoji is that the vomit is coming from the roof of the mouth <laughs> it seems to be perhaps there's some sort of, of tube that this emoji has that we don't that goes along the top of the gums <laughs> and then drops down uh, beyond the front teeth but it's really not a pretty sight um, I just want to wonder why what kid wants a vomiting emoji yeah. who thinks who thinks that's cool oh yeah I'll cuddle up to that at night you know oh, <laughs> disgusting um, yeah, yeah, really not too happy. With yours as well, the arms are all wonky. Oh, they they, are, they um, are horribly mismatched. One of them is got halfway some, up the head. Some sort of, like, degenerative disease. That's, you know. But he's happy. He he's, looks happy. He's, he's vibrant life. He's His pupils are extremely large. I think he might be on Ket. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he just, he's okay with everything. What drug is your one on for him to be vomiting so much? Vomiting so much? Um, I'd say he's, he's dropped one too many tabs. Okay. Yeah. Because um, yeah. if you look at his eyes, they've turned from circles into like little jet planes. <laughs> yeah. Um, which might might happen when you're on something. I don't know anybody here that would know anything about that. They can't tell who no, we're looking no. at. <laughs> no. All oh, right. Well, we'll leave it ambiguous then. Okay. So um, anyway, um, these little guys are going to be up on our Instagram, so you can have a look on there. Uh, we might put some options up for what you want to name them, or maybe you can put in your own options for what you want to name them, and next week we'll have some names for our mascots, and they will be joining us for every episode. It'll be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Dylan Hutton. Yes? How's your father? How is he? Oh, my dad. Yeah, your dad. What my dad, uh, Rick. Rick. Ricky. Ricky Riccatelli. No, just Rick Hutton. No, Rick. Rick. Rick Jones. <laughs> Rick Ross. Rick, Rick Roll. You just got Rick Roll. Alistair, can you Rick Roll up? <laughs> uh, so my dad, Rick, what's he been up to this week? Well, well he, up to this week. he went out, I think it must be duck shooting. <laughs> Kind of looks like him as well. Yeah, it's true. That's Rick yeah. Harrison, Rick Harrison from, from Porn Stars. From Porn Stars. Actually, kind of looks like my dad. He actually does look a little bit like your dad. 
Um, I'd be stoked if my tag was Rick Harrison from Pawns. <laughs> There's a Thanos edit. Um, I'll chuck that up on the gram, just for you all to see. Uh, so Rick Hutton, this week, uh, must be duck shooting season, because he went out is shooting it? ducks. I don't think it is. Does, does, oh, you you need a licence for that, don't you, mate? Uh, maybe I've disincriminated my father. Has he got a licence for that gun as well? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was messaging him to the, uh, this week, and I messaged him and said, how was duck shooting? Um... He didn't really give me an answer after that one. He just sent me a video of him blasting around his jet boat and then jumped over a dam, or jumped over like a riverbank into a pond that was like separated by gravel. I don't think I've ever heard of anything more bogan South Island than what you've just described to me. <laughs> In a homemade jet boat. In a homemade jet boat. Um, he said he jumped. I was like, ha shit, that's awesome. Did you jump that bank? Yep, into a pond then back out again. So maybe he went into that pond and just ran over the ducks. Ran over the ducks. <laughs> the he boat. didn't take it. He forgot his gun and he had to think on the fly. Um, Alistair's just brought up the dates. Uh, it's from the 23rd of May till the 12th of July. So your dad is legally in the clear if he has applied for his license. Whereas what region is that though? Go down to the South Island, mate. It's Wellington. Oh, oh fuck no. It's the South Island. I imagine it's probably all around about the same. Uh, yeah, you go. Um, 23rd till the 26th. Melbourne Grey Duck. It's, it's probably... It's fine. Probably West Coast, I'd say. It's the same dates. Yep. They could just do a one-off thing instead of yeah, true. Um, but but if but if anybody's um if anybody's curious about the dunk hunting season, I'll chuck that off on the Instagram as well. <laughs> I'm uh, sure all just, of our listeners are just really, really interested in duck, hunting. duck hunters. I know one listener that is. That's Simon Wynn Jones. <laughs> he doesn't listen. Does not. My flatmate. What a wanker. Yeah. He'd never listen to. He's too busy down in his bedroom. Doesn't he? I don't know what he's doing down there. No, I think I know. Anyway, so I said to my dad, did you get any ducks? And he just said six straight after that. He didn't say that he shot them, so maybe he actually Got did sick. run them over. Ran with, them over. With or his jet boat. Perhaps he ran over some sort of fly fisherman that had six ducks <laughs> sitting on the bank. Oh, that's mine. Yeah. Find his keepers. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just like Call of Duty. You anyway. Know. Yep. yep. Adam yep. Heather. Yes, that's me. Who's your father? Oh, Daryl. Dez. Dez. Yep. Snapper. Snap. not. Is his mates call him? What's he been up to? Uh, his, mate, his mates call him Daryl. In fact, I call him Daryl. It's like a Homer Simpson sort of situation. Uh, What's he been up to this week? It's kind of weird. Uh, no, hold on. I want to talk about his name a little bit more. Um, so the thing Great. is, is that my, uh, my brother always used to call him Daryl uh, because that's what all of his mates called him. You know, you went to the garage where he worked. Everybody calls him Daryl. People come over, call him Daryl. Mum calls him Daryl. Uh, or should I say Jackie calls him Daryl. Sounds um, like you didn't have a very loving no, I do. upbringing. No, I love my father. Father, that sounds bad. I love my dad. <laughs> I, love, I love father. He treats me very well. Father. Father. <laughs> no, no. May perchance I have a, a, a hug today. <laughs> a firm pat on the head for you, boy. Oh, and some oatmeal. Oh, thank you. Uh, no, no, no. no, uh, no. Dad, dad and I are on very good terms. Love you, Dad, if you're listening. Hope I you love are. you too, Daryl. It's, um... Moving on. Uh, Daryl, Daryl's pretty much been up, been up to around about the same thing. Uh, been doing a lot of fishing. With uh, my dad? No, no. Where are dad's hanging out? I, I don't think they know each other. I don't think that'd be allowed, because then we might become stepbrothers. And then our relationship wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> don't get stuck in the washing machine, that's oh, all no. I say to you. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. um, anyway, no, dad's been doing <laughs> a lot of fishing again. Um, but being the good Samaritan that he is... Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Uh, he's been giving a lot of fish to the neighbours, which is good. They've got a couple of elderly relatives um, out on Great Barrier Island. Uh, and it's, it's really nice of them to look after them like that. Um, I think he's also been doing a little bit of roof maintenance. We've got some solar panels up there because Great Barrier is totally off the grid. There's no mains power. You've got to generate your own. Um, and yeah, so he's been up there um, doing, doing a bit of maintenance, you know, cleaning them, seeing how it is, seeing what the paint is like. Um, and that, that actually brings up an interesting topic of conversation for me, Dylan. Uh, what is the superior roofing choice? Uh, I'm interested in a bit of roofing chat with you, mate. Um, first off, I want to talk about what kind of building have we got. Uh, have, we got a, have we got a lean-to? Have we got uh, probably an apartment building, a, a small a small chateau, I want, I want a to say lodging, sort of a closer, closer to the chateau. It's more it's like a Lockwood, but it's not actually a Lockwood. It's a, it's a wooden house. A wooden house. Okay. Yeah. If it's a wooden house, you, it's probably just... I mean, it's probably wood, isn't it? A wood roof. Like, are you talking a wooden about, roof. Is it like a cabin? A wood... No, uh, no, it's a house. It's a nice house. It's a lodge. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm going to say... I don't want to bring up cabins because Auntie Donna hit us up about the last episode. Big so, fans of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> massive fans of the um, podcast. I'm going to say maybe we could go asbestos. Asbestos. Just as the roof. Just asbestos. That's what our roof is. Your roof. Yeah. Not the ceiling. The roof. The bit that's outside. Yeah, that's weather. asbestos. That's, yeah. Wow. I love it. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It is. You get a lot of dead birds around your house. It's only poisonous if you cut into it and exhale it. Is it? Inhale it. I, okay. Um, I, yeah, doubt, I just... doubt that your roof is asbestos. I highly, highly Look doubt that. I, I'm going to tell you to fuck off, mate. I don't think. Well, you're in my house. Yeah. Well, get out. Uh, or no, right, well, maybe slate. Well, I'm okay. Slate. Yeah, you yeah, know your slate. tiles. No, your tiles. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a bit of a fan of the corrugated iron myself. Really loves lying in bed on a rainy night and listening listening to those raindrops. On the See, table. I think corrugated uh, iron's well, been you, overdone. You're, well, you're an actor yourself. Um, one of the most famous plays ever. Um, I think it was Shakespeare who wrote it. Hot cat on a tin roof. Um, <laughs> was, or was that Dali? Salvador Dali. No, I think you were going to get confused with small dog on asbestos wall. Oh, yes. That's a sequel. Yeah, of Sorry. course. That's the one you wrote, wasn't it? And the dog dies of cancer. Yeah, typical. Bloody typical. It's not. Um, well, Alistair, how about how about you enter into the chat? I know there's a lot of thatched roofs in Britain. Uh, what do you think about those? How many, mm. you, you've lived in a lot of thatched houses, obviously, yes. at the time. I haven't, but yeah. Um, what, what wood you know, floors, no carpet. There? Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Your classic, your castle, your basic, essentially. Your basic castle. Thatched, yeah. <laughs> Simple castle with the yeah. stone and the thatched roof. Tell us, and about, tell, us, tell us a bit about thatched roofs. Uh... Sure, let me... No, no, no. Uh, you already know. So, okay. uh, I just want to... Uh, the oranges, origins of the thatched roof, mm. obviously, Margaret, Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. Brought it around in the 80s. Um, she did, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bit of a master of time travel. I actually think she got it from some islands off the coast of Argentina. It was where the technique came from. Um, the Falklands. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. She went down there just for a oh, bit of an explorative trip um, and brought back the thatching technique. Nothing else? Hmm. Uh, no, she didn't bring back anything else, but she got rid of a few things. And we'll leave that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a... That's that a good conversation. I have a fact about thatched roofs. Do you? Ooh. So, in 1666, in London, was the Great Fire of, of London, where it kind of built down the oh! entire town. Yes, I do. Was it your fact, was it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> your no. fact as well. Alice has been to London Don't you once. Worry. So, I've been to London once. Fuck off. And the um, Shakespeare Globe sent to New Zealand. Young Dawn, Dawn, if you're listening to this, I am very salty, okay? I'm quite unhappy that you didn't choose me. I think this is a story for another podcast. Anyway. Right, we'll, get in, we'll get into Dawn's chat next and, um So after the Great Fire, um, where pretty much all of the 
um, city burnt down because they including all had the globe hay the, roof the globe as well yeah I think it did yeah no the globe was by itself they set off a cannon um, during a I think oh that's was, right yeah. was, it, was it Henry V yeah because it calls for cannons uh, in the script it needs cannons and so they fired a cannon and little did they know that a cannon firing would set dry hay on fire <laughs> um, so anyway after that fire um, you weren't allowed to have thatched roofs anymore but in, in London in London yeah but so the only building that still has a thatched roof is Shakespeare's Globe the new one on South Bank yeah yeah um, opened in 1997 they had to get a special permit and there's like sprinklers on it that like keep the um, keep it all wet all keep the time wet. wouldn't you just get a mouldy roof then that would just be like a Wellington flat <laughs> yeah. it? here we go yeah Bring interesting fact from... about the Globe they actually um, they picked it up and shifted it to the other side of the Thames uh, I can't recall why uh, but that's that's a fact. You can look that up. Willie Shakespeare's got real pissed with his mates. <laughs> no, I think it was something about. Well, lads, let's do this now across your lake. <laughs> yeah, Edward. Put it on a barge. <laughs> is that how he sounds like? He's me, Willie Shakespeare. Right, <laughs> lads, have you heard the tale of Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> I've never heard a tale of more woe than that of Juliet. Two lovers. And from, a Romeo. From Fair Verona. Where we lay our scene. He sounds like. Um, <laughs> who's the guy that talks with a lisp? Um, you, you know the guy I'm talking about. Michael McIntyre? No, the other one. I do love Michael McIntyre. Does Pin and Teller fall Oh, uh, yes, Jonathan Roth. Jonathan Roth. Jonathan Roth. Jonathan Roth. Roth. And fair for I know where we fight, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Alistair, what's your father been up to, mate? What have you been doing? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think I've, I've heard from him in the last week. Uh, so probably still painting the cupboard under the stairs. Now, is he a bad father or are you a bad son? I'm a bad son. You're a bad son. I, I can say that <laughs> He's told you saying that your parents probably won't listen to this if you're that bad. So. No, I, I don't think I'm going to send it to them. Okay, I'll, um, I'll send it to them. Don't worry. They're going Please to do. much less of you. <laughs> exactly. After I don't think they can go much lower. <laughs> We're so mean to you, Alistair. Anyway, that's what I'm here for. Moving on. (laughs) Um, We're on to the weekend sport. What's happened this week, Dylan? Uh, um, Well, German Football League started up again, the Bundesliga. Really? Behind closed doors. Wow. No audiences, no crowds. Mm. So how do we know it's actually started then? Uh... (laughs) You know what else That's the Germans question. have done behind they closed doors? cameras. What else the Germans have done behind closed doors, Elster? Uh, what's that? Um, do I have an answer sure, mate. I don't answer Was that. Was that a question for me? Yeah, can you answer that? Do me? I know what else the yeah. Germans have done? Such an age. Uh, I watched a German show called Dark Haggis? No, it's Scotland. It's called Dark Horse. Dark. On Netflix? Dark. dark. It's a German show. It's really It's about good. their dark history. I was just trying to get you out of that hole, mate. Oh, sorry, no, that's good. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. Um, all right, well, it doesn't look like there's that much on in the, in the week of sport other than some... The German some football does German, not count. The German football, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, Dylan. Yeah? It's time to look back down Facebook memory lane. There's a time in every boy's life when he must look down Facebook memory lane. Of course it is. Uh, now this is the part of the show where mm. we um, mm. look at our Facebook memories mm. of years gone by years and gone see by. what we were doing this week. We're getting up to quite a few years now. Yeah, um, I'm quite I old, some, you know. I found some real doozies. Mm. What have you um, got for me, mate? What have you got for me? Today? I'm going to go from the 26th of May. Um, 26th of May, 2010. 
Yes! Capitalize. Woo! I now have 300 friends. Wow, you lucky, you lucky dog. I think I've got like 2,000 or something. Jesus. Yeah, well, I get a lot of like, um, like, like sex bots friend me on Facebook and I always accept them. Because, you know, you never know when you're going to hit gold. <laughs> um, 26 May 2011, one year later. Hope's on the news. Represent. Hope is the place I grew up in Nelson. It's a little suburb. Oh, I thought you were talking Country about the hit TV show Raising Hope. That was about me. <laughs> wow. wow. And then, um, same day, a couple hours later, uh, it says, Why Cole under 14? Our game has been changed to Wymere College Field 2 at 11.15. Be there at 10.30. Yeah, boy. Wow. <laughs> can, can I get you, Dylan Hutton? We've got a bit of extra time on the show today. Do we? Can you attempt the longest cheer boy ever? Okay, um, I'm going to have to really engage my diaphragm. I'll count you down. All right. Do you want me to actually go for it? Yeah. Three, two, one. Cheer boy. Cheer boy! <laughs> I'm cutting it there. That got, was disappointing. You got a week, ten seconds there, mate. You need I, to stop smoking. I did not. I was sitting down. I couldn't engage my diaphragm. I'm I don't not, have proper. I'm not going to try it because I don't want to embarrass you. And Alice was telling me that we need to move on. Um, well, I've, I've only got uh, one real uh, Facebook memory of of any valor uh, this week. Oh, I'll, I'll give you two. Um, eight years ago today, I got Facebook. How about that? How do I know that? Acquired it. How do I? I acquired it. Me and Zuck went half and half. Um, no, twenty uh, seventh of May, two thousand and twelve. If that's not enough of a fucking throwback for you, um, uh, my cousin Crystal posted on my timeline saying you gave in and got Facebook because I was quite vocal before I got Facebook about hating on Facebook because uh, I was such a edgy little hipster kid. I loved hating on everything. And you're, that, you're, that you're was twelve year old opinion. I don't think I was 14. born in two thousand. I've been 15. 14, 15. Uh, you're almost 14. 15. Almost fifteen. You're fourteen year old. Um, yeah, I got one like, and it was from my brother's girlfriend at the time, uh, and two comments, one from me and one from her. Um, she said, "Shut the hell up, Adam." Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> We're very close cousins. Um, I've also got another great one. What was it? Mm-hmm. You're close cousins. <laughs> Please, I'm not letting you take it there. Why did you say we're close cousins? Take it where? Because we're close, like, we were brought up close as cousins. You said that was your brother's girlfriend? No, my cousin. My cousin posted on my timeline. You said your... My girlfriend liked it. You're fucked. No, you said your brother's girlfriend liked it. Liked it. I said my cousin posted. Okay, sorry. (laughs) I was, I was like, what's happening up in Tabuki? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't put it past Tabuki, to be fair. Um, That's about everything interesting. I've got an embarrassing photo of one Thomas Guest. Um, <laughs> on my timeline as well. You sort of got Dragon Ball Z here. Um, I, I might put this on the Instagram. I'll ask him if I have his permission first. Um, I'm, but I'm, I'm sure you do. I'd really love to put this on the Instagram because it's quite an attractive picture. Uh, yeah. Oh. So anyway, uh, uh, furthering on, uh, we're just going to take a little break here and take an, uh, a word from our sponsors. All right. Badum, 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 badum. Hey there. Badum, badum. How you doing? I, I'm well, thank you. I bet you're well. But I also bet that you could be a little better off. Ooh, you say so? I do. Because I'm here to tell you about the revolutionary new, revolutionary new machine. What is it? I'll tell you. What. It turns 
Every day, household flies into gold nuggets. Oh, I have a nest in my house. A nest of flies? Yes. Wow. Then you'll be a rich man very soon. With our patented 5G technology, flies are instantaneously uh, berated with atoms from the harmless plutonium we put inside it, uh, adding 52 extra electrons to convert that matter into a gold nugget. That's amazing. Why would you sell this product when you could just turn all flies and keep it for yourself? Well, you see, I'm actually a part of the Quaker religion. And our philosophy is to share amongst others as others would to share amongst us. That's beautiful. I'll tell you Do you have some oats? I've got so many oats on me right now. Uh, unfortunately, my machine can't turn oats into gold, but... You can catch more flies with oats than you can with rocks, as is the old saying. Wow! I can't believe it. That's amazing. What's this product called? You'd better believe it. And it's called... The Fly Converter Wow, that's catchy. It's <laughs> catchy. And I'll tell you what, I'll give it to you for a special deal for only... $77.42. Wow, that's a specific price. It's a very specific price for a very specific market. I'll take 10. <laughs> Better living, everyone. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, so, yeah, again, if, if you want the... Um, uh, what was it called again, uh, Dylan? Uh, that was from our friends um, at the Quaker Church. Um, that was the fly can... Convertinator. 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 Um, Turn all the household flies into gold. Um, it's, it's, um, it's honestly like it, it'll pay for itself with your first house. And when you, when you imagine run, if you got a blowfly if you lived on a farm. <laughs> and when you buy that online, uh, make sure to put uh, wine and a week in the uh, promo code thing, and that'll get you ten percent off. And that yeah. sends a little bit of dosh our way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it helps some struggling artists out there. <laughs> uh, very good. Well, um, moving on from that, Dylan Hutton, uh, we've got to make it big again this week, don't we? Um, because yep. Hollywood's calling our name. Uh, we're quite famous over there. You know, we're in, we're in with your big Hollywood families. Your um, your your Munros, your your your, your Deans, um, your LaBuffs. You know, all of the big names in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've been asking for some movie pitches from us, and uh, I the do. LaBuffs have. <laughs> the LaBuffs. Yeah, they really have. The whole family. Um, cool. Yeah, they've actually, they've been hounding me for this one, and I bet you're keen to know what it is. Oh, what is it? Um, well, you remember the smash hit movie, Pardon me. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, I do. I know that you do, because yeah. it's one of your favourite films, despite possibly some transphobic vibes in there. But it's from the early 90s. I did watch it recently, and yeah. there, is some, there is some pretty dodgy has it aged, it's Has it aged okay? It still has a bit of heart, but it has not aged okay on like the trans jokes stuff. Trans, oh, right, yeah. yeah. It, it kind of comes at it from a different angle. But um, that's exactly what we're trying to do here. Uh, we're trying to make amends uh, for, the, for the transphobic faux pas of the past. Uh, before they really knew that it was socially unacceptable. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they're, they're really excited to hear what we've got. And I know that you've been spitballing some things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've actually come up with a sequel Excellent. for Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's do a little bit of role play here. You're, okay? the, you're the movie executive? I'll be the movie executive. Okay, I'll... Okay. <clears throat> and you be... Um, all right. Yeah, you be you. Uh, yeah, mate. You come in. Hi. Is this the, um, is this the office of Mr... 
Mr. Shalonkington. Uh, no, sorry, you've got the wrong office. He's just two doors down the hall. Okay, sorry, sorry to bother you. Shlankington's come in. Hi there, hi, sorry, I got the wrong office down here. No, before. that's alright, Mr. Schlankington gets that all the time. What yeah. have you got for me, boy? You sound a lot like him. <laughs> I know I do, but a little bit more posh if I do say so myself. Okay, so I heard you're, you're, wanting, you're wanting to revitalise a beloved 90s franchise. Yes, I have. Excuse me, I just need to take some, uh, some laughing gas. Okay. Alright, my voice is a lot higher now, which makes me completely distinguishable from Mr... Schlankington. Schlankington, down the hall. He is your colleague. <laughs> I know he is, but I hate him. What have you got for me, my dear boy? Okay, okay. Mrs. Doubtfire. You remember that beloved movie? This uh, is a little bit transphobic, that movie, isn't it? My, my, well, my dear chap. That was the early 90s. We've kind of forget that. We're going to bring it to the 21st century, okay? Right. We're going to update things. I love it. Uh, we've got Robin Williams. He's, he's, he's on. He wants to do the sequel. Uh, Robin Williams? Yep. Um, not to steal anybody's thing, but he's dead, isn't he? Is he? Uh, that's, that's fine. Uh, we, we've got, we've got Eddie Murphy. The perfect substitute. Who else can play multiple roles at one time? Exactly. So, I'm loving it. Continue. This is Doubtfire 2. Um, Eddie Murphy is playing the same character that Robin Williams played in the first one. Mm. So it's the same character. We're just, he's got the same family. We'll ignore all those stuff. I think the audience will go with us on this one. I think that so, they will absolutely suspend their disbelief for that one. So, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, basic premise is uh, Robin Williams' character gets divo- uh, gets divorced and can't see his kids, so he pretends Again. to be a nanny. Oh, you're talking the, about just, the first one. Yeah, just to... Re- you're just recapping to for reju- me. Rejuvenize. The executive yes. who produced the first Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, that was a long time ago. I've done a lot of coke, so I do forget things. Please enlighten me. Can I go talk to Schlankington again? <laughs> no. Okay. No. He so, finishes at 4.30. Oh, oh, I just heard him go. Is that, is that his car? It's a nice car. Anyway, 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 anyway. Title of this movie. Ooh. Mrs. Doubtfire goes to North Korea. <laughs> you have piqued my interest, dear lad. Who am I speaking with now? It's me, I just hit another name. <laughs> Is it so you, Schlonkington? <laughs> it is absolutely me, Schlonkington. Please, continue, dear boy. There we are, I'm coming down now. Sorry, I'm just going to pour myself a glass of wine. No, that's fine. You take it's... your time. We are here at the clean skin offices after all. Very clean skin. You're not allowed in if you're a little bit dirty. <laughs> I'll ignore the uh, racial undertones of that comment, uh, Mr. Schlonkington. Yes, so, <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire goes to North Korea. Mrs. Doubtfire, played by Eddie Murphy, is now a Pentagon agent working directly under the the Secretary of Defence in Who the States. Who we all know is... Uh, Ernest Shackleton. The famous Arctic explorer. Yes, if we sign him on, he's, he's quite keen for the movie. He's very keen. I imagine he would be. He hasn't done anything in a while. He's, <laughs> he's keen to get back out there. Yes. I, I mean, he's been gone for some time, hasn't he? He's, he's back. He's back. Back again. Wait, are you telling me that Eminem is in this movie? Yes. I love it. Carry on. Eminem is playing Kim Jong-un's advisor. Okay? So, Mrs. Doubtfire, played by Eddie Murphy, mm. is sent to North Korea to nanny Kim Jong-un's spawn, his offspring, his kids, okay? In order to 
to change them to make them good so it's not a dictatorship anymore. Oh, I love it. They can vote between both of the children instead of just one. Right, exactly. Like a Roman government. Right, exactly. So, so, um, Eddie Murphy, as Mrs. Doubtfire, is raising the kids and trying to raise them to be good. All the while, um, the lovable oof, Kim Jong-un is leading the country <laughs> over the side. He, prov- he provides um, comic relief. Typical. So his advisor uh, is played by Marshall Mathers, Eminem, Slim Shady, um, is kind of the antagonist of the story who, who is starting to suspect not everything is right with Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm. Right, okay. Are you, are you with me, Schlonkington? <laughs> Uh, that's, uh, yes, uh, Maybe you should have another hit of your laughing gas. <laughs> Perhaps I should. I'm sure that's great for, for anyone who could be possibly listening to this conversation. So, um, uh, he, he, so, so, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, you know, there's, there's hijinks, is taking the kids to go play soccer. Stop giving me that, your assistant is telling me to hurry up. I know you... But this is a really in-depth story. That's fine. Ignore her. I always cut her off anyway. Great. Please, carry on. So, Quickly. by the end of the movie, yes. Eminem, Marshall Mathers, has found out that Mrs. Doubtfire, played by Eddie Murphy, is actually from the US, and things are not going to go okay. I think I see where this is going. Where do you think this is going? <laughs> he finds out that he is from the US. Yep. But he is also in love with baseball. And therefore falls in love with Eddie Murphy, who we all know plays baseball on the side. Yes. They elope. Yes. Marry. And fix the tarred and tarried relations between the Democratic People's Republic of North Korea and the United States of America, solving the modern Cold War and all nuclear disarmament qualms of the time. Can I ask you something? Please. Did you read my script? Because that is word for word how the movie finishes. Schlongington, I think we're onto a cash cow here. I'm telling you what, mate. What? I think you've got it. I think you've only gone and bloody done it. Here is a check. Oh my gosh, how much? I'm putting two zeros on this. There you are. That's a down payment for the first screenplay. Oh my gosh. Welcome to being a creative person. This is how it works? Pretty much, yeah. Um, also, do you validate parking? Yes, and you have to pay your own tax. Um, th- okay, thank you. Um, I'm just going to go go now. Um, I'm really happy to work with you. I'm going to the pub with um, Schlankington. Oh, he's actually here at the moment. Schlankington, <laughs> is that... Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, g'day, mate. How you doing? Are you ready to go to the pub? I am so keen for the pub. Yeah, I've just, I, got, I got the thing with Schlankington. You know, have you met Schlankington? <laughs> oh, yes, I have met Schlankington. Schlankington, say good day to Schlankington. Oh, yes, hello. How are you doing? Lovely to meet you, Mr. Schlankington. Even though I see you almost every day in this office. Oh, yes. No, it's quite the same. Uh, to meet you again for the first time today, I might say. Missed you on your coffee break. Had to eat my ginger nuts by myself. Yes, well, you know that I'm a fan of Tim Tams nowadays. Schlankington, do you want to come with Schlankington and I? Uh, we're going we're to go down to JJ Murphy's. Oh, yes, I would love for that. Oh, yes, I, I would absolutely love to come for you to come to the pub too. What about your receptionist? Can she come? I don't know. Can they? Oh, I'd love to. I believe yeah, it. Ignore I would, her. I would like her She's, not to come. They're from the east end of, Eng- of Britain. I yeah. would like her not to come. Never mind then. Well, 
Saint. How about Saint? Oh, how, beautiful. How about... Does Doubtfire go to North Korea? Does Doubtfire 2 go to North Korea? I'm so excited for it, mate. 2021. Can't wait. Gonna be out in cinemas. Righto. Final thoughts on the clean skin Savion Blanc. Well, I'd better top myself off then, and so would you, mate. I got a big glass here. That's alright. I'll just vortex you the rest of the bottle. I think that would kill me. Bring me back to a slightly political section. Um, did you say that Jacinda uh, let slip a, a Lishko on my FM the other week? Yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks ago they got her to say a Lishko. That's a um, Prime Minister I want to vote for. She's, she, stopped, um, she stopped accepting interviews from the, the Matt and Jerry show on Radio Hodaki. And Did I, she? I can't think why. <laughs> um, Strange. Righto. I think we should leave that there. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Wine and the Week. Wine final thoughts and on the week. Final thoughts on the clean skin. Uh, let me just take a big gulp of that there, mate. Yeah. What about what's your thoughts, Alistair? Honestly, it's not that bad. For a seven dollar wine, for a, yeah, for a wine, which I'm already against. Yeah. The very concept of. Yeah. But it those goes down bloody okay. Chileans, Romans. Yep. Those Roman Chileans. They're just making their wine and it's palatable well i mean it's called latin america isn't it <sighs> so true look for seven dollars you get a wine that's drinkable i mean it tastes kind of shit, but you're getting for seven dollars you're getting seven and a half standards mm. again incredible value as i said last week uh this really is your old-fashioned scrumpy it's your single vessel take it to a party um i like it's all, all taste things aside uh, once you've had two glasses of wine, you really can't taste the difference. Um, most yep. most wine tends to taste awful to me. Um, if I can actually try and give it a, a slightly serious review for a second. Please. Please. Um, yeah, it is, it's, 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 it's a bittersweet sensation. I am getting some, like, some, some kind of floral notes through there as well. Maybe a hint of light berries, like your raspberries. Um, nothing blue, nothing dark. Um, but that is that is really the extent of my Villamaria wine wine saying. Um, if you say hints of something, nobody can call you wrong. Exactly. Um, because you know. So I think our our um, our what, you, what would you our decision on this? I well, guess. wine rating. Hmm. Oh yeah, we need to do a rating. Wine, we? wine, like it, as a wine, wine rating. I would give this maybe pretty low. Yeah, like a. Like a two out of ten, uh, two out of eleven, even um, men in drag. Uh, two, yep. two, out two, out 10, two out of ten, two out of ten '90s men in drag. Uh, but value for money, like sourcedness for money, she gets an eleven from me. Mate. Yeah, yeah, it's it's unbeatable for that. Hundred percent, turn it down a lot. Exactly. Why, for for why its price, it's than, a, I mean, for its price, you can put up with the taste, can't you? You exactly. you are forced to. And as a as a poor student, as we all have been, yeah. And I'm sure you know a lot of the people, you know, whether or not you've been a student or not, um, you've been a young adult at some time. Uh, and Bud Light isn't always on the menu, I'm afraid. Uh, so that's our final thoughts. Thanks for listening in. What's our wine going to be next week? What do we feel like? Maybe uh, a, maybe a, something a bit flasher. Next week, I think we're going for the Stonely Chardonnay. Ooh, is what we're after. That's so that's Stonely Chardonnay. So yeah. pick that up if you want to drink along with us. Again, it's a mid-tier wine. Um, in my books, uh, from my personal experience, not quite as good uh, as the Huntaway that we had on the first episode. But we did get a bit of backlash about that from some of our 
some of our fans. Some of our va- fans. But I feel like they're just not mind drinking. We're not here to please everyone. I no, we're not here to please anyone, in fact. Dylan hardly ever pleases me. I hate me. this. Um, <laughs> I hate th- I don't like you guys. I haven't been satisfied in bed by Dylan in years. Mm. It's been at least, yeah, 10 years since I was last satisfied in bed by Dylan. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, 15. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> uh, all right. Um, yeah, no. That's us for the week, I reckon, eh? That's, I think it might be us for the week. We've had one. It's been a week. It's actually been more than a week. Yeah. It's been a week and a half. Our recording schedule is very irregular. <laughs> very irregular. I have to work my ass off while also starting at 5.30am uh, to try and edit this to release it within two days' time from now. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have a fun time. Uh, no, it'll keep me busy, um, which is good. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Cheers, we, out We appreciate all of your support. Thanks, New Zealand. Um, all of you dedicated listeners, all of you, you dedicated Instagram followers, the people who like every post, we do it for you. Um, for the people who sometimes listen, we can't do it for you. Not so much. Um, for the people who don't listen, fuck you. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to say that because they're Honestly, not listening. No, exactly. We've got an estimated audience of about uh, six. Don't give away people. the analytics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we've got more more followers on Instagram than we do people who've listened to our podcast. So I'm a bit salty about that. So anyway, so that means uh, listen to the podcast. Tell your mates. Yeah. We're on Spotify, 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 Apple Podcasts, Anchor. What was that new one today? I don't even know. We're on I've like, got an literally, email. literally like, yeah, I got a notification. We're on like 10 different podcast sites. Anywhere like, you can find podcasts, if we If you can't are find at... us, you're doing something Except wrong. Except YouTube. That's actually a bloody good point. We should probably look at setting that up. Yes, we should. Um, does that mean that we should be recording? Maybe we should get a camera up there. Well, I have a nice well, camera. Well, people future, are going to see future, we're, future development. Well, I, see, I, people I, are going to see we're naked doing this. <laughs> yeah. Or at least <laughs> naked. Right. I'm, yeah. We're not here to please anyone, right? <laughs> Very true. That is, that is we true. did say that. That is true. Um, anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we enjoy listening to you next week. Actually, if we can do a next week, because um, Dylan has decided to abscond abroad. Uh, also, to the not, South Island. Not, not abroad, but overseas. Um, <laughs> Technically, over, over, over straits, should o- I say. Overseas. Yeah, I'm travelling down to the South Island of New Zealand. Uh, the mainland, as one would say, to the the one mm. bl- <laughs> would say. Yeah, I think I think just you. <laughs> uh, what is the Maori name like? Tiwai Punamu, isn't it? I th- it pretty much just means that you're a boat and we're a, we're a stingray. Is is the long and <laughs> yeah. short of it? So I'm going to be down there. We don't know what's going to happen. We will have a podcast. We'll we'll try. Um, it might be bad quality again. Um, hopefully, it'll be a bit better quality. Because uh, we've blown one over the last few weeks. So, follow us on Wine and the Week on Instagram. Yep. Um, send in your emails to Wine and... Yep, it's T.Y. Punamu is the South, as the Māori name. Wow. Today on Good on you. you know, I'll tell you what, mate. You could be a National Party listening person. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Māori? Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> My great-great-grandfather had what, some Māori uh, slaves. That Nicola Willis so. said, like, one thirteenth or something. How do you even get that? That doesn't divide by four at all. <laughs> so... Follow us on Instagram, send in your questions, comments, any movies you want pitched to Wine of the Week at gmail.com. Suggested wines. Um, or just, just, just slide, for a chat. slide us a DM, drop us a comment. We love it. We do love oh, it. Oh, one more thing. Um, also, if you could give us a cool rating on your chosen podcast app, like Apple Podcasts, for example, you can do a rating in app. Give us five stars because we know you love it and a helpful comment. And that'll help with algorithms. Um, Al, Al, Al Gore's 
rhythms. Yes. Al Gore's rhythms. He's a good dancer. He, um, he's a, he's incredible also a dancer. massive 5G conspiracy. Where can we find you on Insta? Me on, on Instagram. On uh, that is at D-W-N-T-W-N-P-U-N-K, Downtown Punk, at downtownpunk on Instagram.com. Cool. You can find me at radical underscore dude 69. That's radical with two O's. Dude with two O's. Um, I'll probably post my headshots when I get them on there if you I want to see my wait. sexy I face. Wait. Um, I'm actually, I'm really keen to hear Alice's this time later. Oh, time. that's good. Uh, it's Alice.Atheridge. That's A-L-I-S. Oh, actually, we're at one minute and three seconds. Um, You're not going to see much on that, but check gonna, it out anyway. We're going to have to, I'm sorry, Alice, we're out of time. Oh, that's um, right. Anyway, thanks, New Zealand. Cheers. Cheers.